Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that gives you an insight into the work being done by the councillors and staff of Fingal County Council to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott, I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. At the September monthly meeting of Fingal County Council, the Chief Executive Amory Farley announced that as part of our commitment to improving accessibility of our public services, the Council had appointed a designated access officer, which was something the councillors had requested. Not surprisingly, it was an announcement that was warmly welcomed by councillors. The new access officer is Cahal Kearney, and he's going to be our guest on this episode of Inside Fingal. Cahal, you're very welcome, and congratulations on your appointment. Jerry, thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, we're absolutely delighted to have you, and um, I suppose the first question is an obvious one. What is an access officer? So, Jerry, an access officer, uh, first and foremost, is uh, required under the Disability Act 2005 um, to be a point of contact in each local authority on all things accessibility um, and that is a, a key role in the local authority and one which I'm very much looking forward to um, fulfilling here in Fingal County Council. Uh, I suppose as well um, the access officer is as a point of contact the person um, to the community who can be uh, I suppose the sounding board um, for advice and for I suppose research and development of all things accessibility but also um, if I can help the community in any way that's where my job uh, effectively revolves around as well. You you were previously with Wexford County Council Um, how will that experience help you in your new role here in Fingal? So Wexford County Council um, I had six years in Wexford County Council working as part of the access team. Uh, Wexford County Council um, would happen to be one of the best um, access teams in the country uh, they've won various awards and stuff for different projects and initiatives but really from my time shadowing the access officer Caroline Horan um, I really felt um, uh, I suppose a uh, uh, desire to work in this field it really inspired me and I have to say when the opportunity arose in Fingal County Council I had to take it and I'm looking forward to applying my experience now in Fingal and getting Fingal right up to, at the top of the tree uh, nationally in terms of accessibility and inclusivity as well. Was there anything in particular that, that attracted you to the role within Fingal County Council? So I believe that as the uh, position wasn't filled uh, permanently and full-time in the past, I saw that as a very much a, a, an excellent opportunity for me to come to Fingal with my experience and to really implement my own ideas and style on, on the local authority. It's a very it's like a blank canvas, Jerry. It, it hadn't been done before. There are so many opportunities, and I think really uh, with my with my expertise and and, and my uh, insight on the role, I feel I can really um, help Fingal um, achieve its goals in terms of its and I suppose an accessible service delivery. You've had a few weeks to get your feet under the desk and and have a look at Fingal. Um, what are your thoughts at this stage? I have to say, Jerry, I've been hugely impressed with the level of accessibility in Fingal County Council. From the moment I've walked in the front door, I've realised that there is a huge, I suppose, buy-in from the staff body and the senior management and the elected members in placing high importance on accessibility and inclusivity. And really, I've saw a number of projects and initiatives right throughout each department in Fingal County Council that I have to say I've been hugely impressed with. And there seems to be a great... Um, I suppose overall buy-in, which really for me is is half the battle. It's 
it's trying to get the organisation and, and my peers and colleagues to, to realise the importance of accessibility in all things that we do uh, and all of our service delivery. And really, I have to say, that was the most impressive thing for me. And if I can be a small little part through subtle um, intervention to help Fingal achieve its accessible service delivery, then I think it'll be a job well done. Can you give us some examples of, of some of the things that, that um, impressed you? First and foremost, there was a beach wheelchair. Beach wheelchairs are quite a new um, initiative across the country, something that I'm familiar with from my time in Wexford as well. We successfully implemented that down there. But beach wheelchairs, for example, um, they are a means of persons with disabilities who may be um, in, in a wheelchair to gain access to uh, the water on the beach. And that's a huge thing for, for someone in a wheelchair that they now have access to the water where they may not have had it in the past. I noticed on our website from early on that we have Recite Me available on our website. Now, just to explain, Jerry, Recite Me is an incredible piece of assistive technology. And what that does is it allows people of all ages and abilities, of all nationalities, to be able to access the information and the communications on our website. And just for example, it, it will allow you to translate our language into 100 different languages. There is an option for changing of colour contrast. There's an option of a screen magnifier. There's also an option to um, use an on-screen ruler that will allow someone to individually read pieces of text, for example, in larger bodies of text where it may be overwhelming that they can follow single pieces of information. And again, that's just a small little taste of what Beside Me can do, a very understated very important piece of, of communications technology and again something I was very impressed with, with seeing um, upon my arrival in Fingal. Have you seen any gaps? There are some small gaps I would say, nothing, nothing massive I'm delighted to say, but some small gaps um, nothing that, that won't be an obstacle I would say but with a little bit of collaboration a little bit of joined up thinking and uh, a little bit of my own expertise and assistance I think as a, an organisation we can easily overcome those 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 gaps I would say and um, when you when you move into a new role you know there's all there's obviously those first few weeks or first few months it's taking stock and and sort of seeing the lie of the land which you, you obviously seem to be doing uh, and that and and planning then for what you're going to do how, how are those plans progressing so for the first few weeks and it's mad to say that I'm, I'm a month in, in Fingal already the time has flown by I have to say I have spent the, the, the four weeks, Jerry, just meeting my colleagues, meeting people uh, in strategic departments to find out what it is that their departments provide in terms of service delivery, but also how can I assist um, from my point of view in terms of achieving um, accessible service delivery. So I've made a point of getting around the houses uh, per se to meet everyone. I still have a few more to meet, but um, I'm trying to, I suppose, get an understanding of how um, Fingal provides services. It is a little bit different to Wexford. It's taking me a little bit of time to get used to that, but certainly not not uh, something that I would have any concerns about. But I think there seems to be a range of uh, exciting projects on the horizon across various departments. And I, I do see opportunities for myself to, I suppose, provide some input and support where I can just to ensure that these um, projects and initiatives are as accessible as possible. When, when you say that it's a little bit different from, from Wexford, what are those differences? I think for me, Jerry, uh, the uh, departments, the structure of the organisation seems to be a little bit different. For example, operations uh, seems to be a huge department in Fingal covering a number of different areas in service delivery. However, in Wexford, we would have 
for example, we would have a road section um, an environment section, um, uh, parking, um, and so on. And it, it, everything is kind of divided down into smaller departments, smaller sections. Whereas in Fingal, it would appear to be departments have much more of a remit, I would say. But again, that's not an obstacle. It's just a different organization, a different layout. It's something for me to get used to. But by all means, as I meet and, and work with, with each uh, of the stakeholders, internal departments, uh, the more of an understanding I can get, the more, um, I suppose, of, of my assistance and support that I can provide. I suppose when people talk about an access officer and accessibility and that, they're, they're, they're generally referring to disabled people because, of course, it's all underpinned by the Disability Act of 2005. But it, it's a little bit more than that because uh, it's not just confined to disabled people, is it? Absolutely not, Sherry, no. So, of course, as you said, when, when, when we generally think of, of, of accessibility, we, we think of, of uh, someone with a disability. However, it is actually much more than that. For example, we have a number of non-nationals and, and refugees coming to Ireland at the moment. People who need access to public services as soon as possible. However, English may not be their first language. And then we have an issue where, OK, well, how do these people access their services? Well, for example, as I just said there about Recite Me, we do have assistive technology in place in Fingal that, for example, someone presents um, and they need some information on housing uh, in the area, but English may not be their first language. Our staff now have the support of Recite Me to communicate more effectively with these persons in terms of translating to their chosen language and to actually um, point them in the right direction on our website as to where the information and services is that they require. And that would be just one small example. Another example would be we have, I suppose, people of all ages and abilities in our community, and that would be, for example, older persons. So we have to have a cognizance that there are older persons in our society who may feel that access is a barrier um, to certain public services. So, for example, our parks and our footpaths, we need to ensure that those footpaths and parks have no physical barriers. So there's good colour contrast for people with low vision or, or poor vision impairment. Uh, we need to make sure that there's adequate um, uh, separation distance on gateways and so on, that uh, surfaces are, are firm, that they're um, good, um, accessible and multi-user surfaces, that people in mobility aids can, can easily traverse across them. We also need to make sure that, for example, our, our, our walkways uh, and our designated trails are multi-user and accessible as well. And that would mean that, for example, people with poor mobility, for example, older persons, can easily access our recreational areas as well, much the same as, as the younger um, population as well. So access, as you can see, is, is a very broad spectrum. Um, and it really, um, if I can be a small little part in improving that, then, as I said, it'll be a job well done. And I, I suppose just what you're saying there about the use of, say, footpaths and, and them being accessible to people in wheelchairs and, and that, that also benefits, say, the young mother with a, with a pram and a buggy, that if there's, there's no barriers there, she, she benefits as well. Absolutely, absolutely, Jerry. Again, society can be caught in, in, in the way of, of thinking of, I suppose, when we think of disabilities, we think of the, the person in, in, the, in the wheelchair, but really it is much more than that. And because the public realm is something that, that Fingal County Council and, of course, local authorities would have remit for, it's imperative that we ensure that our public realm, our footpaths, our cycleways, our, our parks, our playgrounds, um, our walking trails, our beaches, that 
these places, these uh, uh, recreational amenities and facilities, even in factor toilets, that, that goes without saying, they are uh, as fully accessible as, as, as possible. It is a, a, the case too, Jerry. I must, I must say that, you know, it, 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 access isn't always the easiest thing to achieve, but it is, it is the right thing to achieve. With collaboration and joined up thinking, we can achieve our goals in this area. And if I can be a somewhat of a, of a coordinator in that, that I can get our departments to work together, to pull together, to um, put accessibility and inclusivity at the fore, then really that is my mission uh, achieved. And that will then have huge benefits for the wider um, population in Fingal, that we have a better place to live, a better place to grow old, a safe and happy enjoyment for everyone um, to, to, to uh, partake in. You mentioned there a better place to grow old and um, I always remember the uh, former chair of Fingal Age Action, former TD and government minister Nora Owen, used to always have a saying that uh, if you can design a house for an older person, you can design the house or anything for, for, for anybody. Uh, and that would, would, that, would that apply to, to what you're doing? Absolutely, absolutely. So our housing department would, would look after delivery of social units and there is a percentage of social, social units that need to be lifetime adaptable, as we say. So what that would mean, Jerry, is that units are, from the very outset, are first and foremost designed with the person in mind. So it's not just a, a unit um, delivered uh, and a number on a spreadsheet. The unit that someone, for example, may move into at an early age, but that they can also grow old in, that no retrofit, that no remedial works will be needed over the course of that person's lifetime to make that house more fit for purpose. It's that the house is fit for purpose from the outset. Similarly, if a person with a disability were to move in, that the house can accommodate uh, that person straight away, that there are no um, issues with access or egress um, from that house, that the person can live comfortably and, I suppose, live a good quality of life in that house without having the worry of any works or remedial action to be needed as that person um, gets older. So that's a hugely important aspect of our um, housing delivery. And, and I suppose that's the thing is that we, we don't know what's going to happen down the lines. Mm, absolutely. Again, that, that's a huge point of universal access. When you make a unit accessible, you make it um, accessible for all, regardless of age or ability. And really, that is a key um, idea of access based at that. When we design um, something from the outset, if we have the end user in mind, place that person first above anything else, that we also save trouble down the line of having to undertake deep, uh, very cost-ineffective works to make sure that that, that units or those units are, are fit for purpose. And really, again, that's all part of design and planning right from the outset and collaboration, joined up thinking. We c- together can achieve those goals and ensure that the houses that we provide are as universally um, accessible as possible. So that's why you're, it's very important that you talk to all the different departments within within Fingal um, to, to, to pull them all together into that line of thinking. Why, why is it important that an organisation like Fingal County Council is seen to be a leader in addressing accessibility issues? Well, first and foremost, it's not just uh, Fingal County Council. In fact, all local authorities across the country, there is an onus and there is a requirement as per the Disability Act of 2005 that we have um, accessible service delivery. And really the access officer, um, the key responsibility is to ensure that those services are as accessible insofar as possible. And really when it comes to service delivery, we have to ensure that everything that we do, 
that at least access has been considered and it has been carried out as far as possible. It isn't always possible to, to make something completely accessible, but we have to be. We have to do our best. We have to try to make something accessible. It's not enough to to provide service deliveries, but not have access um, as as a core principle of that. And really, we would be, would be doing a huge disservice to the public if that were the case. So, likewise, my my peers, my access officer colleagues throughout the country, our role is really to ensure that we are a sounding board that. You know, really not to be, you know, um, coming in and, you know, telling people what to do. It's very much a support role, Jerry, where we will be um, on hand um, and at everyone's service where we can provide our expertise or insight as to how things could be made more accessible and provide those options. Um, and then together, I think, you know, we can achieve a, a very accessible service delivery. But Fingal, um, I believe, of, upon checking the census recently, has quite a young population, one of the youngest in the country, I believe. And whilst one might think, okay, well, there's quite a lot of young people in Fingal, sure, you know, what accessibility is needed. Well, really, we, we don't know what the makeup of that population is, despite their young age. There may be quite a number of those people with disabilities. And even if they didn't have them now, we have to assume as well that those people, that young cohort of people, as they get and grow older, they will acquire disabilities naturally over time. So really, while something may not seem to be an issue at the moment, there is always the pension for that to be an issue down the line. And we can never assume that's a very dangerous thing with accessibility. We can never assume anything. We always have to plan and prepare and ensure that things are future-proofed so that, yes, whilst we may have quite a young population now, that population will progressively get older, will acquire disabilities, and Fingal needs to be um, certain that the services that we provide are future-proofed for accessibility. As part of your role, will you be reaching out to disability groups within Fingal? Absolutely, absolutely. I will make myself known to the local disability groups. Um, I am more than happy to provide my my, um, expertise and advice to them as well. Um, My details, my contact details, are currently listed on the website under our accessibility statement. But from time to time and from my experience in Wexford, Groups do come in looking for advice on various things, and absolutely, as much as my role is centred on public service delivery, I am also more than happy to, to help and provide some advice um, and support to community groups who may look for a little bit of help from time to time with different projects, initiatives, and so on. And absolutely, the more I can get my name out there, the better, Jerry. and I'm more than happy to help groups um, where it's needed. But naturally, with, with, with the projects that we run in Fingal, I um, imagine I will meet a number of these groups um, directly anyway as a result of that, but I will certainly make myself known to groups in, in the coming weeks as well. Uh, and when you mentioned groups, I know I'd started off the question with talking about disability groups. What about other groups who, um, who, who want to learn more about accessibility and, and, and that, like, say, sports clubs and, and other community organisations and that? W- uh, would you be open to them? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, again... Our, 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 it's all part of our, our culture and it's a, it's a more uh, engaged way of living that if we can get local groups to be more aware of accessibility, that's actually something I have in the pipeline, Jerry. I'm, I'm, I'm delighted to say I'm hoping that sometime between now and Christmas to hold, um, uh, I suppose, an information evening. And I'd, I'd like to invite uh, local groups to that and to come along and I will give my expertise and in, in, insights into accessibility in terms of how they can... Um, implement access and inclusivity in their own um, respective areas. Again, it's all about raising awareness as well. 
um, just drawing on experience from Wexford, we would have had a very successful project in Wexford, one which was um, acknowledged by the Minister for Disabilities, um, Anne Rabbit, uh, whereby we ran a pilot project with uh, about a dozen community groups, not-for-profit groups, who were basically looking for advice on making their communities and facilities more accessible. And that was a highly, highly um, impactful project and one which I would like to replicate up here in Fingal. It may take me some time to get to that point, but that's something I certainly have in the pipeline going forward. And really, that will be um, twofold. It will be advice and expertise, but also it will be a way of um, interacting with communities and um, raising awareness at a local level as well. It's not that I just want to raise awareness of access in Fingal County Council. It's also to raise awareness of accessibility in the community as well. Uh, great. And, and, and do, you, do you feel that there's a better understanding now of the issues facing uh, disabled people? I think as, as time goes by, Jerry, yes, I think there is better awareness uh, with the, I suppose, with the, um, the advent of social media and uh, we're all on our phones nowadays, um, the access to news and so on. People are more informed of what's around them. Um, and really, social media, in a way, is a great way of, of highlighting um, issues or the barriers that people may face. And and how important is it for Fingal County Council and yourself as the access officer to be supporting, say, national initiatives that, that might be run out in terms of improving accessibility? Very important, Jerry, And it's something that we'd like to support at every opportunity. Um, national in- initiatives are very much Fingal County Council um, initiatives as well. So really, we have to um, understand that things at a national level very much apply to Fingal County Council as well. And my role really is to keep abreast of those initiatives and to um, encourage and support Fingal County Council in following those as well and to promote them where we can. National initiatives, they come around every, a couple of times a year. For example, we have the International Week um, of Sign Language this week, Irish Sign Language, and that's something that we are supporting at the moment. Um, and as well as that, we have the likes of the United Nations uh, International Day of, of the Disabled Person coming up on the 3rd of December. And I'm aware of a Purple Lights campaign nationwide where public buildings and offices are lit up in purple and um, just to, I suppose, shine a light on and raise awareness of this particular day. That is something that I hope we will be supporting in Fingal as well. But absolutely, um, it's very important for Fingal to promote and support these initiatives. And again, the public, um, it's good for the public as well to see that Fingal are very much actively promoting these things that we encourage uh, accessibility and inclusivity as well. And I suppose initiatives like Make Way Day are, are, are also worth uh, promoting as well. Um, we were delighted to support Make Way Day as well, Jerry. A, a very, very worthwhile initiative. Um, national campaign run every year by the DFI, the Disability Federation of Ireland. Make Way Day is a hugely important day where it gives the public an opportunity to document anything that might present as a barrier to access and to highlight that as an issue. Local authorities can then act on that see where these issues are arising and and try and, I suppose, uh, undertake remedial action for a programme of works that will, I suppose, prevent these issues from presenting again. So it's very much putting putting um, people first. It's giving people a chance to highlight these issues, things which may be overlooked at times, but very much important uh, to get some, I suppose, reflection on and to think about because as a council, uh, we will do our best to uh, make sure that everything in the public realm is accessible as possible but we can't always capture everything and really this is where make way day is comes up trumps it provides us with the opportunity of 
um, I suppose, hearing about things that we may have overlooked that the public can can bring to our attention and that for us then we can be cognizant of that and to, we can carry out works then to ensure that this isn't a problem going forward. So really, I look forward to Make Way Day every year. It's one of my favourite days of the year. Really, really worthwhile and I'm delighted that Fingal supported it as well. Well, Cahill, it certainly sounds as though you've got plenty uh, of work ahead of you over the, the next uh, few weeks, months and, and years uh, as the Access Officer with Fingal County Council. Thank you very much indeed for, for joining us on this episode of the podcast and the very good luck with your, with your appointment and, and the job ahead. Thank you very much, Sherry. Really appreciate it. So that's it for episode 25 of Inside Fingal. My thanks again to our new access officer, Cahill Kearney, for being our guest and good luck to him in his new role. If you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. And remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, Twitter or X, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn and also at fingal.ie. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye and stay safe.